Welcome to the Epic Again podcast. I'm your host, Gary Cook, and I'm excited to have you back for episode two. Today, we're talking all about Final Fantasy XIV and my first adventures inside of A Realm Reborn. So what is this podcast going to cover? We're going to talk through the races, the jobs of the game, what I've done so far, my thoughts on the story, and then we're going to take a bit of time and dive into just my experience as a WoW player coming to Final Fantasy XIV and seeing what the differences are, how that experience was, not just for somebody who's had 10 plus years in the world of Warcraft, but also as somebody brand new to the Final Fantasy XIV uh, landscape and what it's been like for me. And then we're going to wrap up the video just talking through a few things that I've not enjoyed uh, during my short time inside the game so far. And a few things that I feel like if Square Enix can tighten up, they could really capitalize on the wave of WoW players coming into the community right now. But with all that said, let's jump in, slay some dragons, and grab some epic loot. It's time for the Epic Again podcast. Let's just talk for a bit here while the uh, the cinematic plays in the background of what drew me into Final Fantasy. Um, I've played a bunch of the games in the past on console and things like that. I just never jumped into the the, the fourteen MMO because I just I didn't have I didn't have time for it. I mean, I was heavily invested in Warcraft. That was that was my MMO. It had the emotional investment for me. It had the the time investment. It kind of it had me hook, line, and sinker at that point. My friends were all playing there, so I didn't really have a need to to look for a new home. Um, I wasn't overly happy in Warcraft when Final Fantasy came out, but I was still in a good enough place, and I'd heard enough disastrous tales of 1.0 that I didn't really want to go and explore and see. Uh, what all was out there for me to do with it. So I just, I kind of just stuck to my little, uh, my little bubble. Um, so then when you, I installed it and then this is the first cinematic, um, I was greeted with was the Shadowbringers cinematic. I believe this is, um, that kicked off and, and kind of started everything. And I mean, it was epic. I liked the music. I was enjoying watching the action, what was going on. It was it was an enjoyable an enjoyable ride to be had um with what I was seeing. And I've since gone back and watched the the Realm Reborn trailer to uh kind of get that kickoff experience of of where things were going to go from there. Um but 
I was excited my first time logging into play here and to, to see this and to to start thinking about where things would go. It just feels um, very high fantasy to me. It it, it pulls you in and you kind of want to know the story. Like I want to know who is this angel coming down and attacking this dude and, and what, what's the story behind all of this. So I'm excited to get to that point in the story to understand what I, what I'm looking at here when I first logged in the game. Um, I also liked how they kind of showed you the one character, multiple jobs um, type feeling of, of people. The, the, the main warrior character swapping job roles as he's fighting that angel and then kind of showing off the, the new astrology class and things like that, which looks really cool. And I can't wait to play um, my love of healing is excited to try all the healing classes which is uh, largely why I chose to do Conjurer as my first and go the White Mage route and, and kind of start the same way I started my, my Warcraft journey. Um, just instead of a priest, it is a, a White Mage here. I kind of decided that was a, a fitting way to start, would be to start the same way um, I started there. Hmm. Um, I also... I don't know. I, I love the races. They all look really cool. The only ones I'm not overly sold on, which we'll go here in a bit when you get the character creation, is the the Elizon, um elf-like race, but I love me some cat people. And I plan to bring some cat ears to the stream to stream with in the future once I kind of get them dug out of the closet. And even working on a, a cosplay for my little cat boy in the game. Which we'll have updates on in the uh, the near future here. Um, but really, I mean, it just getting to see all these jobs and this intro cinematic they had was it was exciting. It made me kind of almost want to go back to tanking again, seeing kind of like the Gunbreaker and things like that. Like that looked like it would be fun to do. Um, but my first love in MMOs has always been being the healer. Um, so I'm excited to kind of stick with that as my kickoff point. But the nice thing is I don't have to sacrifice um, being a healer to also sometimes be a tank like I do in, in Warcraft and things like that because I can do it all on my main and it's not losing any kind of progression to go and and do these other other jobs that they offer to you. I still want to keep calling them classes though. That just, it feels natural to call something a spec or a class. A job feels weird. It feels like that'd be more of like the crafting system or something would be you'd go and get a job. Not so much my uh, magical or, or physical forte being the job that I get. But I'm adjusting, I promise. Um... Again, this intro cinematic introduced a lot of characters. I'm told with how the story works here. I will eventually learn about all of them and it will all intersect and make sense and be one grand epic tale for me to sink my teeth into. And that's what I'm excited about is I love lore. I love stories. I want to experience all of that and be able to talk to you guys about it. So I'm excited to be able to dig in deeper 
and really start to understand those aspects of the game and the story and and engage with the community in that way. Um, oddly, I feel like I'm in the minority here of not being that interested in the Death Knight, Shadow Knight, whatever it is, the Death Knight-like thing. Um, I feel like that is not not gonna do it for me it just i don't know i don't like the dark edgy side of things that's just never been my my real enjoyment when i play an mmo but for those that like the more dark and broody classes i can definitely see the uh the appeal of it um i do feel like the races or um for the world and um your choices i feel like they they're a bit more exciting in warcraft um than they are in final fantasy 14 in some ways um just because they all feel very much the same. Like you have your, your, your here. They look like normal males and females. The Elizin, they just look like all are humans. Um, I didn't mind the Elizin female model. The male model kind of feels a little weird to me in the um, character creation screen because of the, the weird long neck. Um, Lalafell, I don't have an issue with them. They're just pudgy gnomes. Um, I don't see why everybody's making such a big deal out of all of them. Um, the Makito, Makuto are my favorite, but what can I say? Cat boy, cat girl, exciting stuff. Um, and what I'm deciding to make is a, a little cat boy that I'm mating. Um, the Rogdin, Rogadin, they're just big beefy boys. They kind of remind me of less primal feral orcs um in some ways just kind of big gray toned humans um which is really kind of how you can describe most of these races is the here are your humans the elizin are all our humans with elf ears lalafell are short pudgy humans the macat are cat people basically humans with cat ears and cat tails um rogdon are just taller human people the ara probably of the starting races the 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 best in not feeling as human on the male side but the female side just feels like a a short blood elf female type thing from wow with the tail um the hargoth um they were pretty cool i like the cat people look that definitely added some diversity to it as like a full-fledged cat person um and then the viera are just humans with bunny ears i mean i feel like they touch a lot of different aspects of fantasy and fantasy type archetypes, but they all kind of look the same um, in just different sizes, um, which was a little disappointing. I got kind of, I, I like the visual distinction in Warcraft of like your night elf and your troll and your orc and, and things like that, that all look and feel very yeah. high fantasy, but don't feel nearly as um, 
Yes, don't look and feel um quite as human as like the the blood elves and the the worgen and and the the humans in Warcraft feel. You have that diversity to be able to kind of jump deeper into the the fantasy aspects of some areas than if you want to, where everything here just feels um much more human and even amongst the the Ragdon, Rogdon, as you can see here, like the sea wolves look much cooler to me than like the hell's guard does where it just looks like another like another human in tone palette for the most part and i know you can change all of that but it's still it doesn't feel like it goes quite far enough all the time to me i still feel like when looking at these that you're just playing a human until you get to the the, the cargoth with the helens and the lost then you feel like you're you got a big fantasy beast man there <clears throat> so i am a little um where it kind of sits at but overall um i'm excited about getting to know the lore behind all the races because that seems really cool just from kind of playing around reading the different little lore texts they had for all of the races when i was creating my first character here um that was a i i enjoyed that part um and seeing where all that went but that's kind of my initial take when I first came in here. I really loved the, the cinematic. The character creation was a lot more in depth than the um, than what WoW did, and so that was a nice change of pace. But I do feel like they could do with a a bit more diversity to be inside of here to really kind of help um, drive home the differences between um, the races beyond just some minor um visual cues of them but i settled on my cat boy after almost going hurrah um just because the dragon like look was pretty cool but i did end up making a cat boy as you've probably seen in my posts and in my previous live stream so that kind of covers my initial thoughts and let's jump into actual gameplay and my, my thoughts there on uh, Final Fantasy XIV. And so, finally made it through character selection. Ended up with my Catboy Conjurer on my uh, path to be a white mage and uh, do it all for the Blood Lily. As I'm learning will become my, uh, my call to arms as I explore the different healing classes and, and learning to understand them. Um, what have I done in the game so far is not a whole lot. Um, I finished out the starting area this morning. Um, I am not playing the game as so many people recommend you do it. I'm not doing just the main storyline. I'm diving in and playing it the way I play every RPG of if there's an exclamation point on my map, I need to go and do it. Um, so I start out in Gardania and I have cleared all the main storyline, all the quest storyline and all of the side quests that were open to me. Uh, I will make note, the only thing I'm not doing in this first playthrough is I'm not going and getting a second job. I'm not going getting any crafting or gathering skills. I'll go back and do all that separately after I kind of finish off the main story um, while kind of learning what the best choices are for making gill, what the best choices are for crafting when I need 
um, when I get into like PVP and raiding and, and things like that. So right now it's just a lot of just um, playing through all the story parts, uh, learning the lore of the area I'm in, enjoying the uh, learning the skills and, and the combat and, and getting into my character and how it plays. So I've invested uh, quite a few hours in it already. Um, we did the two hours on stream and I've probably done another 10 plus hours off stream so far of just getting all my levels up and getting to the point of um, being where where I'm at. Um, currently I am sitting at level 24 and finishing getting ready to head on the uh, the airship to get out of my starter zone and, and start the next portion of the main story quest as I go to visit other city-states. And I mean, I've enjoyed the story. Even like the fetch quests are well-written. They are very enjoyable. Um, I, I like getting to kind of know the people that live in the area. It helps me understand kind of the lore of that zone. And I think that's all important to the, the immersion and the experience of, of a game like this. Um, I will say, I think I'm enjoying doing all these quests more in Final Fantasy than I ever did in Warcraft. Uh, for the simple reason that it feels and is presented more like a story in Final Fantasy than it is in Warcraft. In Warcraft, you click on your NPC and it gives you like two, three, four paragraphs that you have to read through. And then you go off and you do your thing. You come back, you get like four more paragraphs. I would say I'm probably getting the same amount of quest text in Final Fantasy, but they break it up um, into dialogue boxes so you can kind of read through it instead of it all just being word vomit on your screen as you're looking at it. And I like that approach a lot more. I feel like that works a lot better and makes it just feel a lot more natural. Like I'm having a conversation with this person that's sending me off to um, fetch these three plants they need to make their elixir. Then reading a four paragraph summary all at once to do the same thing. I also like that it's not as um, random drop chance driven as parts of Warcraft are. Whereas if it says I need the blood of a rat, you go out, it tells you you need to kill six rats. And in that process, you're going to get your six vials. It's not, I need six vials, but I'm going to have to go kill 200 rats to get them. Um, so I think that helps a lot with doing the side quests and it makes it feel a lot less grindy to me. Um, a lot of people I've heard say that a realm reborn is really hard to get through. And I don't feel like that's the case at all so far. That might change as I progress, but I feel like these early parts were a lot easier to get going. Um, even with a lot of people in the zones of other new players starting out than it is in Warcraft. Just because once you kill your six mobs, you move on. And it's not just, I've killed my six. I've still only gotten two things I need. So now I have to go kill six more. And then you're just stuck waiting for things to respawn a lot more often. So I feel like as a whole, that part's been a whole lot better to do. And I just, and it helps keep me engaged in the story because I'm not having to spend as much time away and then come back and remember Oh yeah, what was going on again? Because I've just spent the past two hours hunting boars in in the forest, kind of thing. So that's nice. Um, I'm excited to see where the story goes. It's had me hooked in. Um, I've read every quest text and every cutscene that's popped up, and 
excited to always see what's around the next corner and, and learn more about my character and the people that we're interacting with and, and where the story goes. And that's, I mean, that has fueled my desire to keep playing has been the story aspect of it so far. Um, Looking at it as a WoW player coming in, I can see where some people will have issue with getting into the game. Um, because if you're, if you're taking the modern WoW mind approach of just mindlessly doing stuff to advance, it's going to get boring real quick. Because it is so story driven, there are a lot of times where it's just fetch quests and things like that, which you don't get too many of in, in Warcraft anymore. It's a lot more go and slay 10 of these, now slay 10 more, go slay 12 of these, and then slay then slay five more of these, and, and a lot more just action-oriented pieces. Um, the global cooldown hasn't been hard to adapt to. It's just, it's a bit of an annoyance at low levels when you only have two buttons and you don't have any kind of filler spells. So you just kind of sit there having to wait it out every time. And, and being on a caster, I think, you feel it a bit more because you don't have as much oomph looking to your auto attacks so you're kind of just waiting until you can hurl your next rock at them as a conjurer um or put your dot back up so i i feel like as i get more spells and and more filler spells the uh the global cooldowns become less and less of an issue um but right now it's more of just it's not gonna make or break the game for me it's just a lot more of an annoyance to have to deal with than what I um, was used to in, in Warcraft, where you have a lot more instant cast and, and things off the GCD um, than we have over here in uh, in the Final Fantasy game. Um, the other major difference that I really liked was the novice network. Um, not so much in the chat as that's helpful but not super helpful um it's nice to not have to ask general chat for things and be able to still get advice and and tips but what i really liked was the kind of intro to healing they gave you and the basics like here's how dungeon mechanics work here's how group content works do these quests get some pretty cool gear for it get a bunch of xp out of it get some um gill to to have to spend on things but also learn how to play your class so you're not completely useless going into your first dungeon. Um, I did enjoy that. I felt like the only thing kind of missing was like your party didn't get put in your party frame. So it made targeting a bit weird at times where you always had to be finding them to click on um, and, and keeping track of bars on multiple people is just a pain to do that way. But I really liked that it taught you how to do the basics of your job. So that way, when you jump into that group content, you could at least should hopefully have a basic understanding of of what your role is and how to go about handling that role. So I found that to be a a, a real good addition to um, the kind of new player experience. And that, and really, it's been as a new player. Um, it's hard to be going with completely closed off mindset because I, I mean I play MMOs, I love MMOs. I played EverQuest, EverQuest Two, Warcraft, uh, Star Tour, Star Wars, um, The Old Republic, and now this. So I mean I have plenty of experience in the genre, so I understand 
a lot of the basic mechanics of an MMO, but they did a very good job, I felt like, of introducing everything and and immersing you in your class and, and helping you learn kind of what spells to use, where is your questing, and, and different things, and how the interface works, and, and stuff like that. Um, having no add-ons was odd at first. Um, I did spend quite a bit of time messing around with their HUD UI just to get it to kind of resemble the type of healing interface that I'm used to playing with. Um, so we'll see how that works. There may be some adjustments happening there. But overall, it's really nice being able to just jump in and, and have all the pieces, all the tools in my toolkit that I I want to use and not have to get like five or six add-ons to be able to adjust things on my screen to make it um, what I want it to be. So that was a really nice um, change of pace from, from what I was used to doing. But really, overall, it's been a really positive experience. I've enjoyed it. I haven't had any issues interacting with anybody. Um, the game feels very alive. Even in the starting zone, there's been a lot of people around me questing and doing things and and chatting and talking and, and helping people. So that's been really awesome to see. The only real struggle I've had, and I'm sure this has been echoed and I've heard it echoed other places, is in they make it really hard to take my money. I want to buy the game. I wanted to get my sub set up. I wanted to get everything in there and going. And the the website is awful to use. The whole user experience of trying to actually get the right game and then check out with it and get everything set up and, and good to go is is not easy. There's too many different accounts and then... You're trying to link them all together. And it was that to me was the worst part is trying to give them money was harder than playing their game and getting their game set up. And I feel like that is going to be a big turnoff to a lot of players who are used to the simplicity of wow of I go in, I put it in my cart, I click on my account name, I hit buy and I'm good to go. Where here I had to have a Square Enix account and then I need a Final Fantasy account then I need a Mog Station account that was look, that was linked back to my Final Fantasy account, and then I had to get my key and put it in. But then the complete edition for Endwalker didn't unlock my previous expansions like I expected it to, so I had to go back and figure out how do I get my other expansions set up. It was very challenging to get all of those pieces um, in the right place, and I had to do a little bit of hunting around for some FAQs on how does this work and how do I make it work? Um, that was my only real complaint was they made it really hard for me to give them money for their product, which is an odd problem to have, especially in this day and age of gaming where everything is a microtransaction and they're popping up a take your, give us your credit card every four seconds in so many games now that to, to purchase the game was harder than anything else I experienced in it. But if they can get that straightened out, I think they're in a prime spot right now to really take advantage of and capitalize on uh, all the people coming in from Warcraft and, and just the hype that is surrounding the game as a whole. But yes, yeah, so that's my initial thoughts, and that's all we're going to really talk about this week on the podcast. We have another one coming up that we're going to have a guest in Mr. Video Game Fury that we're going to talk some E3 and, and other gaming topics. Um, that we're both uh, interested in and, and have a little bit of uh, 
fun debate and conversation back and forth on those. But yeah, this is uh, episode two and I'm excited to play more Final Fantasy and I hope to meet some of you out there in the world and uh, slay some dragons with you. So stay, uh, stay epic, my friends, and I will see you all for episode three coming out soon.